Welcome. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You are meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I am Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and, of course, fulfill purpose. Well, today we're going to take a new look at retirement. People tend to dread even thinking about retiring or They happily look forward to the day they could finally retire. Some people start planning their retirement early on in life, whereas others wait until one day they discover they are no longer able to work as they used to and have to change the way they work and live. There's a lot of great information and advice out there from experts about the topic of retirement in terms of how to save up enough of your hard-earned income so that by the time you're ready to stop working your day job, you can retire comfortably. There's information about the psychological effects of retiring and how to manage them. There's plenty of good legal and medical advice regarding retirement, but Few people seem to consider retirement from the soul's perspective. So that's what we decided to explore for this show. What would be a soul's perspective on retirement? Well, you know, I've always joked that I'll retire when I'm tired again. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Retired. (laughs) Oh, okay. But more truthfully... I've always thought of my retirement in terms of when I'm done here on earth and I'm ready to make my exit from here, I'll retire to heaven. Hmm. Well, I have a different funny about retiring. I always said retiring is what you do for your car. You give it new tires. Oh, you retire yeah. Re- Retire. <laughs> <laughs> We're both past our retirement age and we are still working slaving, as much as we away. ever know. <laughs> but we absolutely love what we're doing and that's part of why I think we have the energy to do it. But anyway, Michael was talking about when he's done here on earth and he's ready to make his exit from here, he'll retire to heaven. Well, that probably plays a big part in why retirement is a tough subject for most people to think about. It makes you have to look at the end of your life here on Earth. A lot of people may look forward to their retirement, hoping that they will have some years to enjoy life here before getting too old to do so, or even before dying. The idea is that they would have saved up enough money to live on so that they wouldn't have to work to earn an income, The fantasy for many people about retirement might be that they live off of their savings and be on an extended vacation for the rest of their days. Some people might imagine being able to check off as many of the items on their bucket list during their more so-called carefree retirement years. Well, of course, these days there are many who can't even imagine ever being able to retire the way the economy has been. Yes, looking at one's eventual retirement may be getting scarier than ever before. I've heard of many young millennials who are starting off their careers deeply saddled with such large college loans to repay, they don't even know how they can pay off their debts, much less save up for their future retirement. Toto, we're not in Norman Rockwell's town anymore, in which if we got a good education, worked hard and saved up money, We'd be able to retire when we're 55, hop on an RV and tour the country, visit old friends and live out a life of comfort and even possibly luxury for the two or three decades before it's our time to make the big exit. But just because the world is a vastly different place than it was or used to be a few decades ago, it doesn't mean that we can't have a a truly fulfilling life and create our retirement as well. 
The first definition listed in the American Heritage Dictionary for retirement is withdrawal from one's occupation or position, especially upon reaching a certain age. Wikipedia states that the practice of retirement has been around since the 18th century and that retirement as a government policy began to be adopted by countries during the latter part of the 19th and into the 20th century. The idea of providing pension to those who served in the military was around the time, it was from around the time of the Roman Empire, if you can believe it. Yes, I'm still getting the pension from the Roman Empire. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The concept of retirement came about partially as a result of people starting to live long enough past their active years and would need to somehow provide for themselves when they can no longer work and not burden their children. Before that, the average life expectancy for people was still under the limits of being able to actively work. When the majority of people died by their 40s or 50s, they were generally able to work and continue to provide for themselves until they died. Then, of course, there is the familiar cry of aging. I'm too old to still be doing this. (laughs) Or it could be uh, just as well, quote, I don't want to be doing this anymore, unquote. Today, more people are semi-retiring or pre-retiring before going into full retirement. With better health and longer lifespans, more people are able to work until their later years, and when they need to or wish to cut down on their workload, they may still choose to work part-time or go into less labor-intensive later careers. Although in some ways, due to greater financial burdens, many people may have a more difficult time retiring, but at the same time, there are many more creative options for easing up some of the workload later on in life. Even so, the prospect of having to retire may seem a worrisome one to many people. That's where starting to explore what retirement might mean from a spiritual perspective becomes much more important. What is a soul's take on retirement during an incarnation here in this world? Well, first and foremost, as we mentioned many times on our shows previously, life here in this world is entirely for the learning, healing, and growth for us as souls. So to explore the idea or experience of retirement from a soul's perspective begins with what we can learn as souls from it. Retiring from our occupation at a certain age and changing the way we live as souls is another learning opportunity for us. If you really examine life and learning from the soul's perspective, you'll discover that much of our learning is about learning how to die correctly. And from the soul's view, dying isn't about the cessation of the physical body. It's the process of letting go of the changing forms of life. When our physical body dies, we're changing the form in which we live and express our lives as souls. We go on. The physical body dies. When we go through a major change in how we relate and how we relate with, we must learn to let go of the old form to experience and have the new one. When we move from living in one house in a certain locale to living in a different house in a different locale, we learn to let go of the old form and adapt to the new one. Retirement from a previous form of work is essentially the same thing for us all. It's about learning to move forward from working at this occupation, at this place, in this way, to working differently at another place, in a different way. Retirement isn't really about the cessation of working. It's just that we may change the form of our work and the way we work. As a soul, I'm here in this incarnation to work, both in learning many things for myself as well as in service to benefit others along their way. The idea of retirement 
that's practiced by many around the world is to provide for oneself in some way so that in the latter years of our lives, we might be able to live in a degree of comfort without working for an income or other aspects for our livelihood. Retirement, as the world sees it, is for better survival of the body. Yet for a soul, retirement is a time and process of completing our incarnation here. Enjoyment is a most important aspect of life. In fact, life is a joyous celebration. Life is not meant to be lived in drudgery (laughs) and in suffering, Suffering. (laughs) although there's plenty of that, as all of us could attest. Life itself is always celebrating. The question and our learning opportunity is whether we're willing to participate in the celebration of life, or do we become entrenched in the endless battle for survival that we forget the very purpose for which we had incarnated. I'm very much looking forward to my retirement. But to me, retiring isn't about withdrawing from my occupation or my life. I'm looking forward to it because when that time comes, I'm still alive here. It means that I can put my attention more to finishing everything up for my incarnation and get ready for my exit from this world. I'll still be working, but in a different way, perhaps. I'll take care, but I'm not that concerned about retirement savings and all of that because I know that I will always have what I need until I no longer need it. This is the way of spirit and of grace. If we're fulfilling our purpose for being here, we're always provided for. Occasionally, when I find that I'm not receiving what I may need at the time, I look within myself to see if I have turned away from spirit and from the givingness of grace in any way. And then I always find that I had. And when I make my course corrections and turn my awareness toward that which gives everything. I find that I'm, once again, provided for. Of course, the catch here is that we're actively fulfilling our purpose for which we incarnated. When we are, we're turned towards the source of life and we're able to receive of its grace. When we're not fulfilling the purpose for which we incarnated, we've turned away from that source of our life And thus, no matter how much is being given to us, we can't receive it. We can't expect to be deluged with gifts when we're being apathetic gouge potatoes. Gifts are always being delivered to our post office box, (laughs) but we're not getting up to go get it. (laughs) (laughs) So from a soul's perspective, the income we make from our work comes from spirit, not directly from the bank or our employer. We need to appreciate that we might have employment and that our employer or client pays for our work, but the true source of the physical resources that help us sustain our physical life originate from the limitlessness of spirit within us. I don't know where the next paycheck may come from or in what amount, but I always know that we will have enough food to sustain us and some sort of roof over our heads. I admire and respect those who have meticulously planned out savings and retirement funding, but I've always known that I'll be here as long as I need to complete my work, and then I will be given my retirement in heaven. That doesn't mean that I can't enjoy my time here working from a hammock on a tropical beach or while swimming with penguins in Antarctica. <laughs> Raphael said, if, if I want to retire in Antarctica and swim with the penguins, she said, I can, you know, she's, I, got my, I got her blessings to go do that, but she won't accompany me. Instead, she'll go and retire in Hawaii and swim with the dolphins. <laughs> hey, we have different preferences. Well, what I really mean is, 
Anything is possible when we live as spirit. Well, our first break is coming up. And as always, before the break, we like to make a few announcements. I'd like to remind you that if you haven't already signed up for our free monthly newsletter to find out about what we're doing and where, you can do that easily by going to our website, Michael Tamura, that's T is in Tom, A, M is in Mary, U-R-A, MichaelTamura.com, and uh, fill out your email on the right-hand column on your computer or scroll down to the bottom of any page on your phone. Any questions about how you can receive our newsletter or, or about our seminars and events, you can always call our office at 530-926-2650 and speak with our wonderful assistant, Noel Monday to Friday during normal business hours specific time. We will return in a couple of minutes and we'll give you more insights on a soul's perspective on retirement. We'll be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Get ready for High Vibe In It with hosts Lindsay Robinson and Kelsey Aida. This is an all-new look at self-empowerment and lifestyle design. If you are still trying to figure out the law of attraction, spirituality, self-love, and more, we'll break it down for you. You can create the life of your dreams and own your power. Listen for High Vibe In It. We're live every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This will be one hour you will make time for. As we age, there are certain situations which we all must face. Care and treatment don't always measure up to what it's supposed to be, and there are many questions that need to be answered. Tune in to Voices for Elder Care Advocacy with hosts Phyllis Amon and Rubina Chaudhry. Seniors deserve to have a more fulfilling life, and we'll bring you the answers that you need to hear to make it happen. Listen Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. Life-changing events can have positive and or negative repercussions. When they happen, they can feel elating or devastating to those affected. It can also get in the way of your personal and professional life. On Life-Altering Events with host Frank Zakari, we examine the scope of these events and discuss how to move forward in the wake of the opportunities presented. It's never too late to get started or pick up the pieces and move forward. Listen Tuesdays at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back, everyone. Let's get back to our discussion today on a soul's perspective on retirement. Well, I wanted to throw in a little of my two bits about my thoughts of retirement. My thoughts is um, basically as a Midwesterner originally. I was born in the Midwest. I didn't. I wasn't completely raised there. I was raised all over the U.S., but mostly um, have Midwest roots. And so I always had the thought that I would like to, quote unquote, die with my boots on. An old expression meaning I would like to be active and useful until my time comes to leave this world and move on to the next world. Well, also, as a practitioner of ACIM, A Course in Miracles, I am also quite aware that if I live my life in deep forgiveness and love, that I just might graduate altogether from this universe and go on to a higher state of being. So more currently, I am taking all and every opportunity given me that comes my way to make better choices. And that includes when I don't make a good choice, 
I forgive myself or I forgive the other person and I move on. Well, one of the interesting things for me is that um, I recently, well, a month ago at this point, celebrated my 68th birthday or 67th birthday. I'm making myself older than I really am, which puts me just a few years away from 70, an, an age I thought I would never make it to. And as a matter of fact, as a young person, I didn't think I was going to make it past the age of 25 because I had seen in dreams, multiple dreams, that I was going to die in a car accident. And I even actually knew what that was going to look like because of how many times I dreamed it. Well, when the day came to have that car accident, I was on alert and I avoided it. And, and that was my way of choosing to stay and finish what I came to do. We're all given, given these little windows to leave throughout the course of our life if, if the going gets too tough and we don't want to stay here and finish our lessons. But that always means we have to come back. But now as I personally hit my older age, number one, I don't feel 70. I still feel the 28 years old I was uh, a long time ago within And I still have the enthusiasm and, um, let's say, celebratory enjoyment of my life because I feel I am living in my own truth and that the goals that I had for this lifetime are being fulfilled. But a lot of people don't have that. And Michael, I, I would like you to talk a little bit about how does a person who is looking at their retirement uh, what is the, sort of the obstacle that they run into? They get too tired. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes no, health well, issues, right? Yes. Well, lots of things happen. But in my experience of, you know, observing people, thinking about, starting to think about, you know, there are some young people who right from the beginning, they're, they're like, okay, I'm. This is how I'm going to plan my life, and this is the retirement I'm taking out from my paycheck every every week to go to the retirement fund, and uh, it's amazing I, to see people like that. I've never been able to do something like that. <laughs> well, partly because I was never interested in it, and but mostly I observe people when they get older. You know, Raphael was talking about her age and her birthday and and of course society doesn't let you forget that right we we had the uh thing on aging but uh before but um you hit what when did you start getting all those spam a year before medicare which is 64 i mean you get barraged by all kinds of uh Commercials and advertisement programming. Wheelchair advertisements, <laughs> walk-in bathtubs, yes. uh, uh, a funeral yes. stuff. I mean, it's yeah. really disgusting. Well, it's, it's you know, <laughs> you, it's good that we have all those things because sometimes we need it. But at the same time, which comes first, the chicken or the egg? You know, when, when you start to get programmed and program yourself that okay I'm okay all of a sudden I'm just really old now (laughs) but when people start to look at retirement some people are much more proactive and they're starting to look at it from a younger time period going oh yeah if I don't start saving up for my retirement I'm never going to be able to retire because I won't have any backup I won't have any income unless I'm working for it and so that's a great thing to do, and, and people do that on a financial, economic kind of a basis. And that way, they're not looking at their death and their dying process. They're looking at, oh, yeah, this is just another phase of my life. I need to have some money. And at that time, I might not want to work, or maybe physically I'm not maybe capable of physically working as hard as I'm working now in my 20s or 30s. So I better prepare for that financially. I think that's a great idea. But if they don't go beyond looking at just the finances, it's a good start, then you're still not preparing for retirement. Because when you really look at retirement, and this I think is the reason so many people have a hard time even looking at retirement, thinking about it, is because 
Retirement is about the time to prepare for your making your exit out of this world, which means for most people, it's, oh yeah, they're looking at their dying process. They're looking at, okay, I have fewer lives, fewer years to live now than I had when I was young. When I was young, even though most of us don't know exactly when we're going to die. It could be today, you know, as the, what was it, the Klingons and Star Trek. Wake up in the morning and they greet the uh, sunrise and the beautiful day and said, Today is a good day to, to die. die. <laughs> I like that. It's it's not just for warriors. It's for all of us. Hey, is today a good day to die? Because if it is, you're going to live that much more fully. But if you postpone looking at dying, then it's really hard to look at retirement, what it really is about. Yes, the financial part and everything's fine. I mean, that's very good to do that kind of stuff. But much more fundamental to that than that, retirement is, oh, I would like to have some time before I keel over in some way, shape, or form before it's my time to go leave this place. Am I done? Am I reviewing my life? Just like Raphael said, She's happy. She's accomplished everything she wants to do in life. So anytime it's a good day for her to die any day. And that's the same with me. I always have, you know, I've, uh, maybe you can call me an overachiever. (laughs) But I always look at, okay, I got lots done. In fact, I was told when the first time I keeled over and I died and went to the other side, so to speak, according to what most people look at it. And I was told by six great beings that, or five great beings, that I'm done. I, in fact, not only was I done at that moment, I had accomplished way beyond what I've agreed to do in this lifetime. So they said, you're free to choose. You know, you want to go back? We'll help you get back there. If you want to stay here and work with us and spirit, you know, that's your choice. You want to take an extended vacation? You can do that. Well, interesting thing, when I was in that meeting, partway through to heaven, so to speak, I had, it's like complete blank. I, I had no desires. I had no preference one way or the other. It was just, oh, I'm here. I'm happy. And essentially, it was that total space of not my will, but yours. And so I asked these great beings, I mean, what a, what a opportunity, right? How often do you get to be right in front of five, you know, incredible enlightened beings and just all cheering you on and and celebrating so i asked them i said what would you think what's in your uh from your perspective what would be the most beneficial not just to myself but to everyone concerned involved in my life and they didn't even have to blink a lot eyelid they just instantly said if you go back You'll accomplish so much more. You'll benefit so many more. Oh, okay. Send me back. So that's started my entirely new journey here. And it's an interesting experience being here when when, uh, I know I don't have to be here. Oh, all of a sudden, there's no obligation no salesman will call. <laughs> no deposit, no refund. So oh, I'm here. Okay. And at first it, it took me a while to kind of get used to that. But I've been looking at my dying, my death process, my dying, and the eventual departure from this world for a long time. 
So that's why retirement, when I look at retirement, it's a joyful, joyful time. It's, it's fun even if I don't have the money, even if I continue to have to work to put a roof over our head. Hey, as long as I can do that, I'm willing to do that. Well, some of you might go, well, what if you're bedridden? What if you're not capable of physically getting any work done and earning an income? And so if that's the case, I know something will happen. And I'm at least this point, I'm preparing for some of that, but I'm preparing for continuing my work as long as I can. And when the time comes when I can't anymore, hey, that's a that's a good day to die. <laughs> that's when I can go, oh, okay. Because when I die, even that isn't what most people fantasize about a vacation, extended vacation. I can do that if I like to. But especially when I'm not here in a body, I don't need a vacation. Huh. Life goes on. And so in order to take a look at retirement, don't get so hung up at first on the financial aspects and how are you going to save up and you don't have any savings yet and it's too late, all that kind of stuff. Put it aside. Take a look at first your exit. And, and I'm sure we'll have uh, in a few more shows, episodes, we'll have some about that specifically. But just to plant a seed and, and get you thinking about it. Oh, when you start to look at, oh, yeah, how would I like to die? Okay. Well, you know, do you want to die worrying about stuff at the last minute? Do you want to die in regret saying, oh, I wish I could have, should have, would have? No. Not me. I chose when I was 21 years old how I was going to die. And that choice was, I'm going to die when the time comes for me to pass on. I'm going to do it being in love and at peace with myself. Simple. It's not about exactly what am I doing in this world at that time? What kind of a job do I have? Or if I'm, you know, working or not, retired. No, that's the decision I made and I'm sticking with it. (laughs) So I'm not worried about that. I'm just looking at, okay, I do know that the way I work is going to change. The form is going to change. And I'm going to be doing what I do in a different way. So that's going to be fun. I don't know exactly what shape that's going to take, but I'm looking forward to it. Well, our second break is coming up. And I wanted to let you know that if you've been wanting to take any of our classes or seminars but haven't been able to make it to them in person, you can always purchase the downloadable, edited, and mastered MP3 audio recordings by calling our office at 530-926-2650 weekdays during business hours specific time. We have a wide range of topics we cover in them, such as Realize your soul's worth, psychic tools for loving yourself. Learn to use your intuition and clairvoyance joyfully, having the courage to be your compassionate self, and imagine that. Use your imagination and clairvoyance to transform your life. You can check out some of our available titles by going to our website, michaeltamora.com, and click on the event section, then click downloadable recordings. When we return, we'll continue our exploration of a soul's perspective on retirement. We'll see you in a couple minutes. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. 
Tune in to Lead Up for Women. Speak up to lead up as we celebrate the influence of women in business and beyond. Your host, Colleen Biggs, speaks with guests who have stories to share, have faced adversity, and have become success stories in business, in their communities, and in personal accomplishments. Join the strong and the brilliant ones and understand that the world is ready for you to be at your best. Lead Up for Women is heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. When you learn to see things from a spiritual perspective, it changes the way you see virtually everything in your life. Listen for Dr. Paula Joyce and her program, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Our program will help you get rid of the negative aspects of your life and invite love, joy, and prosperity into your life. Turn that negative feeling into a positive one. Tune in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red's. Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Great to have you back. We've been exploring a soul's perspective on retirement. Well, one of the things I wanted to do is address the younger crowd that is listening to our show on a regular basis. And the comment I wanted to make to you is that even though we're talking about retirement, which is way down the road, and I know when I was in my 20s and 30s, I didn't even want to think about retirement. Um, But as I am in that age now, a comment and piece of advice that I would have for our younger uh, audience would be um, you don't have to worry about it as in worrying what's going to happen to you and all that kind of stuff. Rather, if while you're living your life, you have a committed spiritual path and practice, you will know as you start to approach that age what your next steps are to be. You know, I was talking earlier about how I've worked very hard in this lifetime, many t- different kinds of jobs, corporate jobs, and and all ranges of business jobs and so on, and um, eventually having my own business with Michael. But in the back of my head, there's always been a little bit of a dialogue going that has had to do with my retirement years, and that is... I, I have a plan, and my plan is I'm a very creative person, and I'm hoping and start actually starting the process of, um, at this moment, writing my first book, and I'm not retired, but um, as our other work ends up being less and less as we get older, and we will, you know, like I said, I'm going to be 70 in three years, and in 12 years after that, I'll be 82, and so on and so forth, and none of us really know how long we're going to live, but for me, the plan from my soul's perspective has been create something that means something to me, as well as that is something I can share with others, including what I've learned in this lifetime. I'm a little old-fashioned that way in that I think even though right now there's a big to-do against baby boomers, um, and, and this is a pattern that's happened throughout all history, is the younger generation kind of wants to move the older generation out of the way so that they can do do their thing. And that's that's natural and normal. But that older generation needs to um, 
let's say, have a creative plan of some sort, much more than a financial plan, I think, but the financial plan often mixes right in with it. So if you've had a hobby, for instance, as a young person, something that you really loved doing, but it wasn't what you ended up doing for a living, perhaps that hobby is something that you could uh, bring into your uh, closing in retirement years. For me, it's writing. I have three or four books in my head that have been waiting to be written my my entire last 25 years, and I'm very much looking forward to the time when I don't have to work as much so that I can fully concentrate on my book writing, although I already have a book one-third written and is being written more each week. I'm really looking forward to that. So, Michael, what are some of the lessons for one approaching spiritual lessons for one approaching their retirement age. Yes, you know, I'm sure any of you who've experienced being by the bedside or just in communication with someone who went through their dying process, whether it was a difficult process or easy and whatever, as they approached that time to make their final exit, if you've noticed, almost everyone acknowledges. They'll say, they'll start to talk as if they're all there already in heaven or partway in heaven. They start to say, oh, I'm talking to, you know, my, my older sister who might have passed away 20 years ago or my mother or grandfather, somebody. Or Gee, I see the angels. You know, all these people who have been around uh, someone who's going, getting close to their exit, invariably, if they can, there's their conscious still or even semi-conscious, they can still talk, they'll start to say things like that. Ah, and they're looking, not at this world anymore. They're, they might have their eyes open and they're looking seemingly at the wall or something in the room, but no, they're going, oh, it's so beautiful. Or they hear something that you're not hearing in, in the room. And so that's it's that part retirement is really starting to have somehow creating the time and space for yourself while you're still here on this planet in a body to go within more. To, if you haven't made that a practice of yours throughout your life, you still have the time, you still have the chance to go further within, deeper into your own beingness and start to examine, if you haven't done that by then, examine your relationship, maybe at first with heaven, with spirit in general. And if you've had a lot of practice, and you've been on a spiritual path all along, then it's really starting to closely tune into your really relationship you've had all your life with God, with the God of your own heart, if you will, and and start to go, okay, oh yeah, I'm going home. In what way would I like to go home? And so this is a, for a lot of people, this is, not your normal dinner conversation. <laughs> and most people will definitely not have this type of conversation at a cocktail party. <laughs> but why not? I do. And, well, maybe that's why some people won't talk to me. <laughs> some people do find the subject yes. of approaching their passing over time to be very disturbing. Yes. I so. mean, the difference between my mother and my dad Two great people, but my mother wanted to talk about her passing, and she prepared. She didn't have to retire. She wasn't working, but she prepared for three years, and we talked about it all throughout, on and off throughout those three years. We talked about it. The favorite dinner and lunch conversation was about dying and preparing for it. And whether she's got all her ducks in a row and all of that stuff. My father, on the other hand, would grab a newspaper and he just didn't want to have 
any part in that conversation. It terrified him. And so, so then it was a different approach with him for many, many years. He, he lived to be 94. And so he had many years after my mom passed away to start in his own way being able to look at. At first, it was he read a lot of books on the other side. He, since we have a lot of friends who are great mediums, they've written wonderful books, we get, a, get them for him for birthdays and Christmases and everything, stocking stuffers, and he'd read them. He'd read them and read them. He'd read about near-death experiences and whatnot. So that way, he was preparing in his own ways just by reading. But then, he was a long time, 20 years, 25-year practitioner of uh, Qigong meditation. So he, he was meditating religiously every, every day. And so, in his own ways, he prepared. And he went to uh, the traditional type of retirement. You know, he, he served his country in the military and then as a civil servant in the government. And so he had this pension, he had his insurance paid off and, and you know, everything was set up financially, legally, very, you know, the traditional way, which was great. It made it easier for the rest of us to take care of everything after he passed. But during the passing time, he got to just step by step work towards his real retirement, <laughs> real retirement in heaven. And he did it his own way, in his own time. This is something that's true with each and every single one of us. We're going to create. We each create and choose the way we die, the way we're going to go. Right? So if you're still young and you haven't thought of that, then the minute you start to look at that, you're starting your preparation for your retirement. And, and you're going to start to make choices, like Raphael said, the choices that's going to work for you. It may not work for anybody else, but the choice is going to work for you. The way I'm preparing for my retirement may not work for a lot of people, but it's working for me. Same with Raphael. And so you have to, you have to be able to listen to how other people are setting up their, for their retirement. But at the same time, that's not necessarily for you. When you hear someone else talk about their preparation for retirement, certain things might pop out and go, oh, that's a great, I love that. Then you might consider that where you haven't before and you start to get some ideas. But it's always turning within to your own intuitive knowingness. And one of the things to help you prepare is, this is my favorite meditation to start the day with even before I get out of bed. And it's very simple. All you have to do is for right now, if you want to go along with this, just put both feet on the floor and the practicing of this is best done when you're awake and, you know, uh, sitting and all of that. Close your eyes and just imagine, ah, first the grounding. Always that grounding. It's always great to be grounded right here, right now. Then whatever you do is going to work better. So imagine that tree trunk from the first chakra to the center of the earth. And be aware in the center of your head. And just decide to be neutral to everything you experience, everything that's going on. Let them all be for the time being. Then this is as simple as it gets. As you're in the center of your head, just decide. Ask your awareness. Just say, awareness. Please become aware, more aware of that which gives us everything. And just let it be. Awareness will become aware to show you whatever you ask of it. 
Because awareness is spirit. Awareness is the light of truth. So whatever you ask awareness, whatever you ask the light of truth, oh, it'll show you. So just in the center of your head, just ask, show me, take me closer to that which gives everything. Then you start to turn your awareness more and more toward that which gives everything. It's a source of life, source of everything. And when you do, the more you start to turn your awareness toward that which gives everything, you don't have to give it a name or anything, that which gives everything. Then you start to receive of that. If you're turned away from it, no matter how much is being given, you can't receive it. It's only when you turn toward it that you can receive all that's being given. And that's the beginning. And if you start off your morning, even when you're in bed, you can ground yourself and just go, oh yeah, I'm waking up. It's a new day. Awareness. Take me, move me toward that which gives me everything. And you'll start to notice a change in your consciousness, in your energy, in your space. And that'll set a whole new level for you to start your day. And that's the first step of preparing for your retirement. Amen to that. Well, we're coming to the end of our show today. We're so grateful that you joined us and hope you enjoyed the show. Join us next Wednesday on Christmas Day for our holiday replay of Birthing the Christ Within, which was originally broadcast last year. Then on the following week on New Year's Day, we'll have a holiday replay of effortlessly manifesting what you need for your life to start off your new year on a positive note. That is, I'm going to reread that. A holiday replay of effortlessly manifesting what you need for your life. All right, make sure to check out our website listings for the new year for all our upcoming events. If you have any questions about our events, you can also call our office at 530-926-2650. We hope to see you in 2020. Have a completely, wonderfully joy-filled Christmas and holy days, however you celebrate them, and ring in a miraculous new year. Until the next time, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora. See you next week. We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth.